Kaleidoscope, an instrument containing mirrors and pieces of colored glass, when rotated constantly, causes a change in sequence of elements. A podcast that resembles light, a space to have contemplative and reflective dialogue, so we can become the high-quality men and women we were designed to be, and discover how to begin a journey of becoming all that you are designed to be. You are the kaleidoscope, and we will bring the narrative. Hello, hello everybody. We're glad to be back again. Very, <laughs> We return with the bang, <laughs> two episodes <laughs> in one day. Uh, and we're doing this because we felt like this, this conversation needed to be continued. Uh, we didn't want too much time to lapse between the two because um, with the symptoms of trauma that we go through, there might be people who can't relate to the previous ones, but there might be people who might relate to these ones. And so we don't want to leave other people hanging. That's not what we want. Yeah. We want all of us to go through the process of healing. Uh, so, and we don't want to leave anybody out. I'm with T. We're back. Say hi, T. <laughs> hi, guys. Back again. <laughs> and Jonah. <laughs> and Jonah. I'm back. We're back, hey? Yeah. Um, you know, without further ado, let's just get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went, I think the last uh, symptom of trauma and abuse that we touched on was um, avoidance. Yeah. So let's go into the inability to function. So when we talk about the inability to function, what we need to be looking at in our children or in ourselves um, is, for example, when your child's grades go down, Mm. they're not functioning at school at the capacity they usually function Mm -hmm. or they're struggling. Mm with 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 us it might be especially right now with with what's happened with the lockdown a lot of people have found themselves unemployed yeah yeah. so an example of the inability to function would be letting one's appearance go Mm. so you're always in sweats Mm. you're not combing your hair Mm -hmm. you're not brushing your teeth Mm. um your house is in disarray Mm. let's go into that tea you actually find yourself at a place where mm. you have nothing to live for. That's it. You have nothing to wake up for in the mm. morning. And that can easily slide into depression. Mm. You can easily be depressed. And when an opportunity comes, you actually shy away from it or you avoid it. Yeah. You have so many reasons why you can't make it. Yeah. So many reasons why you probably uh, can't take it on because mm-hmm. you just feel drained, yeah. tired, yeah. out of it. You know? Mm. And you might not even realize that you have hit a, you have hit bot, rock bottom yeah. because of a traumatic experience mm. so i think it's 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 important to always to always be in the state of being yeah. always sharpen your vision mm. always know uh, what you want to become mm. when you want to become mm. it by um, i had a conversation with um, uh, a good friend yeah um and we were talking about dreams wishes and dreams yeah you know that mm. if it if it if if it's not if it's not if it doesn't have dates mm. then it's not a plan goal setting goal setting mm. you know so you need to you need to set goals mm. because if it's not set with dates then it's just a wish yeah and so sometimes also it's also good to just get up 
Yes. And just dress up as if you're going to work. Make your bed. Make your bed. Yeah. You know, dress up as if you are actually going for an important meeting. That's it. Practice how you're going to introduce yourself. That's right. Practice how you're going to handshake. Practice mm -hmm. how you're going to um, articulate mm -hmm. who and what you are. Constantly be in uh, rehearsal mode That's right. for that big opportunity when it comes. And so we sometimes find ourselves there and not even realize that we have hit rock bottom. It's something traumatic that happened. I like what you touched on. And mm. I, I, I am blessed enough to be able to work from anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, the way I, I work allows me to do that. Mm -hmm. So I don't necessarily have to drive to a specific location to yeah. work unless yeah. it's yeah. necessary. Mm. But when I wake up in the morning, mm. I take a bath and I make up my bed like I'm going somewhere. Yeah. I have the privilege of working at home. Yeah. You put on perfume, you get dressed as if you are going to. Yeah. It puts you on a certain kind of mode. Definitely. It sets your mind to do something purposeful. Definitely. And it's important that we do that. Absolutely. It, it keeps your life in, in the mode of I'm, I'm working towards something. It's like an engine. Yeah. An engine that doesn't keep on propelling yeah. will rust. That's right. So you need to continuously propel the engine. That's right. And when it's propelling, then the oil will distribute in itself. That's right. And the pandemic has actually made us move to the home setting. That's right. Home office setting. Yes. And sometimes it's very important that you start to practice as if mm -hmm. you were still going to the office yes i always uh, uh i'm always intrigued by my sister-in-law um she, she 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 she's been working from home yes. since the pandemic and she wakes up and she puts on makeup that's she right dresses up, does her hair that's right even if she's going on audio mm. phone call meetings that's right uh audio conferences mm. she dresses up for it yeah looks good that's smells right. nice you know, and it actually also boosts your confidence. It really does. It boosts your confidence. It speaks to your personality. It mm -hmm. speaks to you. You actually feel confident and you tackle. Your brain starts to respond to. You take charge of the day. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. You take charge of the Absolutely. day. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to talk about something else as well. Mm -hmm. One of the response to trauma as well or a symptom is repetitive play. Yeah. So what that is, is mimicking something that you have seen mm. so if, for mm. example let's say a four-year-old is sodomized by their father mm. and so the child um acts out what they've seen mm -hmm. so they start touching other children mm. inappropriately mm -hmm. um i just shared an experience of what happened to me personally um with my niece mm. about a child who was acting out and it was a concern because you know, they've learned it some way mm. and they've practicing what they've seen. Mm. Either they've been allowed to watch inappropriate material mm. or somebody is touching them inappropriately. Mm. Or if a child sees um, somebody being stabbed, mm. what usually happens will uh, is 
a child will react to the theme. Mm. So watch out for a child who will play with dolls and mm -hmm. shop objects where they're stabbing mm. the dolls. Mm. Yes. Um, we have children who see domestic violence physically. Father beats mother or mother mm. beats father. I think that's something we never talk about. Yeah. The, the women who are beating their husbands mm. in the home. It yeah. happens. It does. Um, it does. And then a child goes around starting fights with other kids and, and beating them because they are reacting reenacting what they've seen let's touch on that t let's touch on that because i think we we don't even realize that sometimes we are acting certain ways because we are replaying mm. what we saw as children yeah. and it's become like we talked about mm. second nature yeah. but what kind of second nature is violence it yeah. there are roots to these actions yeah. let's touch on that um it's i think we can backdate it to the first episode mm. of trauma where we touched on some of the six reasons why uh, some people are abusive yeah you know and um, we, we we touched on a number of them uh, psychological cycle uh, we touched on also uh, that maybe the abuser was also abused mm -hmm. Mm. so today you are the villain yes but yesterday you were the victim mm -hmm. And so now you have to make a conscious choice as to do you stay a victim or do you stay a villain yes. or do you actually become a hero? Mm. And so um, sometimes we do have that which plays on our minds mm. as to how do I find an outlet? Mm. How do I let this pain go? Mm. How do I let this trauma go? Mm. To the point that you dream about it, you think about yeah. it. You think about the things that have been happening to you That's right. to the point that you you don't know anything else in your mind but to that. download mm. from but that. Mm. And so you find yourself doing the very thing that is con constantly playing in your mind. That's right. And that is brought about by the fact that you end up detaching what's happening in your mind mm. and what's in your what what emotions yeah. it is giving you. Mm. Uh, I'll give you an example of uh, grief. Yes. Um, what happens is that at first what happens is the realization that you have lost someone dear to That's you. That's right. So you actually start to think about it. Mm. And then by thinking about mm. it, it gives you emotions. Yes. And those emotions can be uh, painful emotions. Yes. You can, you can end up feeling anger. Very much. And resentment mm -hmm. to the point that now you are approached, you are approached or you are approaching mm -hmm. uh, a significant part of your life mm. where someone indicates to you mm. that there is something missing in your life. Mm. And the only thing that you respond to is the anger. That you are feeling mm. and not the role playing of what's in your head. That's true. You know, um, I remember when my mom passed away, um, I was what, 13 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, when my mom passed away, I didn't feel yes. pain. Yes. I thought mm. pain mm. to the point that I actually started thinking more and more about the consequences mm. of her no longer being in our life. Mm. You know, mm. and that then ended up bringing the emotions mm. of pain. Mm. When I heard the news, I didn't feel anything. And I was asking myself, 
Am I okay? Mm -hmm. Am I not okay? Mm -hmm. am, am I normal? Is this normal mm -hmm. or is it not normal? Mm -hmm. Because I don't feel anything. Mm -hmm. But then when I then started thinking to myself and role-playing yes. in my mind, yes. the consequences of me uh, not longer having my mother with me, mm -hmm. that then started to bring the emotions. Yes. And then I started to act out. I started to act out yeah. and I didn't realize that I was actually acting out of anger. Yes. And I had to allow the Holy Spirit to deal with that anger Come in to me. a place of consciousness. Exactly. Mm. Where I had to detach myself mm. from the emotions mm. and from the thoughts mm. that continued mm. to role play in my head. And assess the, the situation objectively. Objectively. Exactly. Mm. And look at it from a point of view where I consciously made the decision. Mm. I don't want to be a villain. Mm. I don't want to be a victim. I want to be the hero. Hey, yeah. Another symptom. <laughs> Withdrawal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Withdrawing from people. Mm. Withdrawing from situations. Mm. And isolating ourselves. Mm. That's a dangerous place to be. Definitely. For many reasons. Mm. When you sometimes when we're left with our thoughts in a bad place, yeah. they often don't go to a good place. Mm -hmm. And you touched previously right now that you know from the mind to the emotions and mm. then to actions. Actions, yeah. How important is it that we don't withdraw? And it's easy to withdraw. Mm. How important is it that we don't withdraw ourselves when we're going through trauma? that as, as, as much as it be possible, mm. we need to surround ourselves with people of a certain caliber mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. who, who within them have certain gifts that will carry us through yeah. at the, at the situ during the situation that we're going through. How right. important is that? How vital is that? It's very important because you find out that a man was never created to be an island. Not at all. And so, when we were created, even God saw that it wasn't good for a man to be alone. That's right. And a lot of people just, it, it has become cliche now, it's used at weddings and mm -hmm. all of that. But we need to come to a place where we come to this kind of thinking that yes. I have developed. In the sense that when God looked at Adam, mm. he saw that Adam was not coping. Yes. Alone. Yes. And so that's why God was like, nope, it's not good for men to be alone. That's right. Alone in two senses. Alone in the sense that he has nobody to stand with him, to help him, that's right. to work with him, mm. to help him to become, yes. to manifest who he was really created that's to right. be. And for number two, to be all one. Mm -hmm. Because we've got a lot of people who think that they don't need anybody else because they've got it all. Mm. I mean, you, the, the, they are the music producer, they are the backing vocalists, they are the lead vocalists, you know they mean? are the uh, instrument, they are the mixer, everything they do, everything themselves. Yeah. And when you then realize mm. that you were never created to be alone mm. or to be all one yes. is when you hit rock bottom or when you start to burn out. That's right. That's when you realize the effect of God's mind when he thought it's not good for you to mm -mm. be alone. And so it is always good for you to surround yourself 
with people that will encourage you. That's right. People that will actually catapult you out mm -hmm. of your situation. Mm -hmm. I'm reminded of Job. Yes. At a time of his lowest, man, the worst had happened to mm. him. The worst imaginable had happened to him. And guess what happened? He had friends. Yes. That just came. They didn't come and then say, Yo, dude, no, man, get up, get up, let's go. Yeah. You know, I'm going to give you this. I'm going to pay your yeah. bills and I I'm going to help you. you. I got you. <laughs> you know, I got your back, man. No, mm. they came. They just sat with him. That's right. They sat with him. In their silence, mm. there was hope. There we go. In their silence, there was aid. There was community. There was community. That's right. And that's what you need sometimes. Sometimes it's not about looking for somebody who's going to help you to no. get to somewhere no. or do something. Because I know it, it, it can be very it can be very easy for us to immediately say, ah, nobody can help me out of this. Yeah. Or nobody can do anything out of yeah. uh, for me yeah. in this situation. But sometimes it's not about anybody doing no. something for you. It's about somebody doing something with you just sitting in your pain with you that's right feel the pain you feel with you because all you want to know is that i'm not alone oh that's all you need i'm not alone you're not alone yeah so you it's important like what you're saying yeah it's vital it's very vital to have a social network to have a community an interpersonal community that will stand with you man that will just hold your hand man sometimes you don't need somebody to say something not at all words won't fill the gap that you're probably feeling because that's not what you're looking for exactly you're looking for presence you're looking for presence that's it and that's very important very so you just need to don't shut anybody out no keep the door open that's right whatever they're going to say whatever they're going to do I mean, I have learned this art of silence. Mm. Whenever somebody is going through something, I just hold their hand and we stay silent. And you're good at that. You're good at that. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you're good at that. Which makes me think about something we hardly talk about. And I, I would encourage parents to teach their children this at a young age. We need mm. to nurture our friendships. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We need to nurture yeah. our friendships because those are the people who grow with you mm. and are mm. there for mm. you when you need mm. community. Mm. Absolutely. Treat people well in your life. Yeah. It's important. It's important. It's because important. when those dark days hit, hey. when the emotions are overwhelming, hey. um, when the flashbacks are too much, mm -hmm. when you get to uh, maybe post-traumatic uh, disorder that's right uh, stage mm -hmm. you will just need somebody who will just be there to hold your hand that's it yeah to hold your hand another symptom that people might face and go through is separation fear mm. meaning you might be abandoned yeah. as a child or you have faced a lot of rejection mm. and what happens is that you find yourself not wanting people to leave your life. Yeah. And so people like that often cling too quickly to people. Mm -hmm. Relationships mean more to them mm. <laughs> than they might mean to another person. Yeah. And the sad thing about that is that they end up being re-traumatized because when somebody doesn't feel something intensely as mm. they do, as mm. quickly as mm. they do, 
it becomes rejection again. Mm. They don't read things for what they are. Because yeah. some people like to take their time. If you're like me, you like to take your time mm. with people. You mm. let things develop at, yeah. a, at, a, at, a, at a certain pace. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> some of us are more... <laughs> we, take our, we take our time. You it's know, like you've got a speed camera you, know, you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, how do we, how do we encourage those, those people who go through that, that... You know, not everything is is what it seems. Not everything is a rejection. Mm. Just people are are different, and mm. they pace themselves differently. And how do we help them heal? Not mm. to attach so quickly. We, you know, just to heal from the rejection mm. and the, the abandonment they may mm. they may have felt. Yeah. Yeah. It's important that you know we all realize this mm. that nobody is perfect. No. Nobody is perfect, and so. Sometimes what may look like rejection to you mm. is probably somebody trying to deal with something else with themselves. True. And so where we are expecting somebody to respond to us mm -hmm. in a particular way yeah. and then they don't, mm. we then look at it as rejection. Mm. It's not. Yeah. Maybe that person just didn't have enough time to pay attention to what you were presenting. That's right. Or they were just not at that place where they themselves yeah. feel welcoming. That's right. They're dealing with something. Because we've got stuff to deal with. Everybody has got something they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And so with that, it's important that we don't always feel... Um, you can feel rejected. Yes. Don't let it come back to attach to your identity. That's right. Uh, practice... Uh, detachment yes. from the illusional self because the illusional self yeah. is that egoic self mm. which wants to attach every emotion mm. to you mm. and say this is what you are mm. or you feel hurt mm. you feel rejected mm. because you are rejected mm. you feel unhappy mm. is because you are unhappy, unhappy. Mm. that's not who you are yeah. that is the egoic self mm. speaking and that is the illusion of self that's right that is not who you are yeah. and so when you do feel rejected mm. or when you do feel neglected or left out mm. just know that that is not you that's not you that is not who you are mm. and that is not uh, what you are mm. and the experiences that you have mm. traumatic or not mm. the experiences that you have is not you it's not you the words that are said to you mm. is not you That's, you're not a failure what you even think about mm. yourself is not you it's not that is the illusion of self and this is why jesus then says <laughs> deny yourself that's right that's like <laughs> oh man. That's like the most that's like the most uh intense conversation mm -hmm. somebody can actually have like yeah. Okay Jesus, what do you mean? Yes. If I deny myself, mm. then who am I? Yes. You know, what can I identify with? Mm. Because the ego will identify with certain things. Yeah. That's why I always say uh, I was mentioning to Jonah the other time uh earlier on today I was saying um every structure is un stable yes everything is shakable it is and he said the only constant thing is, is change. change yes and that was so profound it is because of this fact mm. what you feel today mm. your ego attaches 
itself to yeah. it. Mm. And you identify yourself with that feeling. Yeah. What you think of yourself, the ego quickly attaches itself to that thought. Yes. Mm. But that's not who you are. That's not who you what, are. The only thing that is going to be constant, the only thing that is going to be you, is the change of who you are becoming and not what you have been presented to. So Jesus says, deny self. Yes. Deny the illusion of self. Yes. Deny the, the illusion mm. of the egoic mind that tells you, you are that, you are rejected, you are unhappy, you are unsuccess, un, unsuccessful. Unsuccessful, you are a loser, you, you are, are a, a loser. failure. You are a failure. Deny self. And take on me. Take on the real you. Listen, we're going to be back <laughs> after a break. Yeah. Um, this is a song called A Real Good Man, and it's my single, and I'm Janice Mukai. See you after the break. Bye.
everybody i hope you enjoyed the song we're going to continue with symptoms of trauma i was very surprised to find out that overactiveness and when you're unfocused is a symptom of <laughs> trauma mm-hmm. um like we were saying earlier on you know sometimes we behave a certain way we have these different characteristics that we're displaying but we don't know the rules mm. and so being unfocused and always being so energetic and mm-hmm. you know overactive mm. is a result of trauma let's touch on that too the mind is always playing at you mm. you know um, i think this is what it it mostly comes down to mm. the mind is always playing at you it's always active and so sometimes you end up seeing things that are not even there yeah and because remember we touched on uh last episode that the mind feeds to your emotions yes the mind also feeds it creates the biology yes. of your of your dna that's right and so it 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 makes you respond yes. to it so when you are constantly thinking of something mm. which in this case is traumatic yes you're thinking of an event you're thinking of an of 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 a moment mm. which caused pain mm. that pain is going to resonate with your emotions. Yes. It's going to start to create a DNA. Yes. within you. Yes. So your body quickly moves into either defensive mode yes. or it moves into flight mode. Yes. So it's either it either you fight or you flight. Yes. Now, the only difference is that fight or flight is within yourself. Mm. You are either fighting or flying. Or flighting yourself. Yes. So what do you do when you have constant activities happening within you? Mm. You avoid yourself? Yes. Do you uh run away from yourself? Yeah. Do you or do you yourself? fight yourself yeah. or confront yourself? Mm. Now this is the reason why sometimes we are constantly active because sometimes it's a it's a mechanism to avoid. That's right. What you are really what's really happening That's in right. your mind and what your body is responding to. That's right. You get over energetic because mm. already your mind is in flight mode. Mm. It wants to flight but there's really nothing physical mm. that is threatening you for you to be um, overly energetic 
for you to fight that's right or to 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 flight mm. and so you also can get into a fight mode constantly yes. you know there are people that are constantly in a fight mode constantly in a defensive mode always always feel attacked yes even when you when you are not speaking anything that not is personal at all personally attached but to them. they are ready guns ready. blazing ready to take you on ready to take you on sorry that yeah. can be caused by that yeah. can be caused by trauma mm. that is constantly playing in your head yeah. causing your body to react yeah. to it feeding your body with energy yes either to fight or to flight mm. and so we end up now trying to do certain things. Yes. Um, OCD. Yes. Can also be uh, a symptom of that. Of course. Uh, you're constantly trying to fix things. Fix things. Mm. Clean up things. Yes. Uh, you always see or feel mm. it's dirty. Yes. You know. And Organization. Organize. Yes. Organizing things to the point that you actually overdo it. Now Meanwhile, that becomes unhealthy. Very what? Very much. And I'm mm. sorry to disturb you. And I was saying, meanwhile, mm -hmm. you're focused on this very thing and you're not living your life. Yes. The organization yes. itself yeah. is consuming your time it takes and up your all life. Your time. Definitely. Which becomes a disorder. Which can also chase away a number of people that are supposed to be in your in your community, that are supposed to be in yes. your close-knit uh, uh, interpersonal circle. Yeah. And so you find yourself now being all alone, mm. trying to figure out what, how, or when. And it's sad. It is. It's very sad because sometimes you don't even know it. No, you don't. You don't. That's, 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 that's the worst thing about it. It's like, it's like the devil sneaks up on you, speaks to you, yes. and you don't even realize it's the devil. Yes. You don't even realize that these are things or thoughts that are being fed from the pit of hell. Th that's right. Or from the pit of lies. That's why we emphasized staying away, trying as much as you can to not be isolated. Definitely. It's a dangerous place to be Definitely. because when you're away from a flock, yes. when, a, when a sheep mm. is away from the, mm. you know, the Bible mm. makes an example yeah. that yeah. when the 99 are without that one, yeah. that one is in a very dangerous situation Vulnerable. because wolves yeah. are always lurking to yes. attack you. It says Definitely. that we have an enemy who's constantly lurking, yeah. watching, yeah. waiting for somebody to destroy. Yeah. Definitely. And it becomes destructive. Very, mm. very. Um, the second last um, symptom is marked personality changes. Mm. Sometimes, mm. <laughs> you know, trauma is a tricky thing. Sometimes yeah. Yeah. we hold on to identities, like yeah. I said. Yeah. Um, and these traumas change who we are. Mm. We end up identifying ourselves and saying, no, it's my personality, mm. I'm that way. Mm. Mm. And... For example, you know, an uncle who has a beard molests a, a, a girl or, mm -hmm. or a guy and mm -hmm. they grow up not trusting men with beards. Yes. <laughs> and a nice gentleman wants to date you and pursue you and he's okay, but yeah. uh-uh, you don't want people with you beards. Do beard. because, you can't do beards. You know, you associate <laughs> them with a certain trauma. Yeah. Um, you know, you get robbed by guys who are wearing caps. Mm. Everybody who has a cap is just a shady character. Or you were robbed by a particular race. Thank you very much. Somebody, Thank you very much. Somebody in, within a particular race and then you attach that experience, that traumatic experience to that race. And we can even bring it home mm, mm. to a country where, you know, systems were set up mm. to advance a certain race mm -hmm. as opposed to others. Okay. And we still have people of color 
who are very hurt mm-hmm. by, 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 by certain situations mm. and they don't trust people mm-hmm. of a Caucasian descent. Yeah. And vice versa, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. crime is always associated mm-hmm. with people of color. Mm-hmm. That you maybe mm-hmm. I, I I know sometimes when I'm just crossing the road yeah. and you can hear the, the locks of the car go <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm thinking, I'm not about to rob anybody. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so let's talk about that, man. Let's talk <laughs> about that. You know, um these things that change our personalities and we end up saying, No, me, I don't I don't I don't like men with beards. Mm. You take that on not knowing that it comes from a traumatic event. It's mm. not your personality and it's not necessarily your preference. Mm. And I'm not saying that people can't have preferences, but mm. I'm just saying that sometimes personalities and preferences are attached to trauma. And it's good that, you know, sometimes we quiet down, mm. come to consciousness mm. and separate the trauma from what is real. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. Um, that's, those are pathological forms of the ego. Mm. Um, it is, it is the need for the ego to feel safe mm. or superior. Yeah. Um, considering with what some of the examples that you have yes. used. Now, when we attach mm. certain events mm. to certain emotions and certain circumstances, yes. that is the ego. Yeah that tries to associate because the ego is all about association yes remember the 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 the, the meaning of the word identity mm. idem mm. is to make one with to make the same with something yes so you attach that mm-hmm. it then becomes the egoic's job yes it's the ego's job to attach an event mm. to a particular look, mm. an emotion to a particular place. Yes. So you find that I've got an example of a friend of mine. Yes. Um, he he once was taking a um, a cell phone. Yes. Huh? He was taking his mom's cell phone mm-hmm. to get um, fixed. Yes. And so he passed through a certain, uh, uh, he, he went into a mall. Mm-hmm. And this mall was associated with all sorts of um, uh, criminal activities, yes. uh, including selling of cell, stolen cell phones, yes. uh, stealing of cell phones, yes. and reselling them right at that spot. Mm-hmm. So it so happened that that day, the police was doing a an operation yes and they were cleaning out people in that area that were uh, yes. suspicious yes so he walks into the mall mm-hmm. he wants to get his uh, mom's phone sorted yes they get rounded up by police Man. they get collected put together and so Surely, next to goodness, he is found with two cell phones. Oh, man. They associate him with the guys that steal and resell mm. these uh, cell phones mm. in this area. And so they arrested him. He spent a night in a jail cell. Man. Ever since that day, he has never set foot on the pavement close to that mall. And it's mm. years and years. That mall has been renovated it has been reshaped mm. revamped other activities are happening there new shops there 
but up until today he doesn't set foot at that mall just the pavement alone because he has associated that That's place right. with the trauma he had. That's right. He has associated, he has attached that place mm. with the attachment of the emotion, the, 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 the yeah. if I can say, the bad luck of that day That's right. that he went into. And now he never set foot there ever again. The same with other people that have been hurt mm. by a particular gender mm. or a particular uh, race. race. Yes, I've 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 met people that that say, I don't a female that says I don't date I don't date men anymore yes. because men men are like this narcissists yes. or they are chauvinists, you know, right. or they are uh, uh, too. Um, they are masculinity, you know, yes. they, they are, men are trash. Or, let me, let me put it out there. Or they easily like threatened by they, a strong woman, which is not true. Or they are men that easily are threatened by. Exactly. Exactly. Or an independent woman. And so they don't even want to date that person because when they did in the past, they were hurt. That's true. And so now they attach that experience. To all men. And exactly. equally I've heard men say, I stay away from very pretty girls. Definitely. I've, I've had guy friends yeah, say, no, I, yeah. when I, well, you know, I like her, but I won't pursue her. Yeah, Why? Because yeah. she's too pretty. Pretty girls cheat. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. guys are always after them. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true at all. So you need to detach yourself. Now, that's the ego. Mm. Identifying the ego. If you are going to go through healing, mm. you need to identify when you personally are telling yourself something or when the ego is telling you something. You have to separate the two. You have to separate the two. And that in between the ego and the personal mm. self is the conscience. That's it. So you need to be conscious enough to tell yourself, no, listen, this is not the same awareness. This is not the same moment. It's not the same person. Man. It's not the same circumstance. No, it's not. It's not the same, you know. So it's important that... We learn to detach. We do. Because sometimes it can be very traumatic and you end up never enjoying life or never enjoying certain experiences that were meant for you simply because of your past experience with That's somebody true. else. And you know yeah. what's sad of all for me, T, mm. is never accomplishing your purpose. Definitely. Definitely. Because That's purpose, a life wasted. Purpose is like a... <laughs> a, a uh, there's there's a lady called Caroline uh, Mace. I, yes. I, I read some of her books. Yes. Um, she has written the Anatomy of the Spirit. Yes. And she speaks of within that book she speaks of the sacred, the sacred contract. Yes. You know, and I have understood the sacred contract. Uh, uh, it is the sacred contract is purpose. Yes. God has a sacred contract with, with each you. and every one of us from the foundations from, of the earth. Exactly, and so. Every one of us entered a contract with God. Yes. That's the reason why the Bible even says that when you are done on earth, when you Have meet a, Jesus, that's it. he will then say, well, well done. done, good and faithful servant. You fulfilled the contract. Jesus said, I only came on this earth to fulfill my father's work to do my father's will and to complete it. That's right. We all have a contract we need to honor. Mm. We have a contract with the creator to honor. He created us for a purpose 
at a time as this, for the very same thing, that we complete it and we achieve it and we complete, we fulfill the contract, then the reward will come. That's right. So when we talk about the sacred contract, mm. we also talk about, I, I can use a different example mm. of citizenship. Yes. When you are born in a particular country, that's right. <laughs> you are a citizen of a particular country. <laughs> yes, that's right. And so immediately you are born in that country, mm -hmm. you have a contract with your government. You do. An unwritten contract with your government mm -hmm. for, the, for your government to take care of you that's right. as a citizen. Yes. For your government to make sure that you have a safe environment yes. to live in, a prosperous environment yes. to live in, a healthy constitution to abide that's by. That's right. And so that contract is honored both ways. That's right. So when we talk about rights, mm. there is rights mm. and you have to have responsibility that's right. that goes along with those rights. That's right. Because there is a contract, a sacred contract in between them. Mm -hmm. This is the reason why we have prisons in the sense that when you uh, 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 violate the contract, that's right. you get put away for a little while. You get sent to a place where you are rehabilitated habilitated. to get you your mind exactly aligned with the contract you get you get you get at a place where you are it's that's why they call them correctional services facility <laughs> it's a correctional yes, facility yes. where your mindset that's right. has got to be reconditioned oh, man. because what happens is that you go into a, a prison mm. you, you get certain rights taken away from that's you right. certain privileges mm -hmm. that you had taken away from you so that you learn how to realign yourself back to the original contract of being a citizen. That's right. That's the same thing with the sacred contract, the same thing with the sacred contract of life. You know, you remind me of the scripture that talks about the talents. This is exactly oh, yes. what it is. Oh, yes. There are four it was four was it three three guys exactly the two <laughs> they knew what they were here to do they yeah. did what they needed to Definitely. do and increased Definitely. and brought interest yeah. to the master then yeah. the one hides them and says i know that you are a shrewd master yeah. Yeah. and so i thought it was best to, <laughs> to bury these things we're yeah. here we're loaned this time to yeah. do what we need to do yeah and that's what you and i are actually doing definitely right here absolutely absolutely you know, we're about to wrap up the show, but we can't leave without touching on this final uh, response to trauma or symptom. And then next week, we're definitely going to go into healing and forgiveness, tying this whole series together. Mm. Loss. Mm. Loss is very traumatic. Yeah, definitely. And there are different kinds of loss. Mm. Um, there's loss of losing health. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, there's, there's loss of losing a body part. Uh, where now you find yourself, for example, uh, you're wheelchair bound, mm -hmm. meaning also there's there's um, there's loss of losing freedom. Mm -hmm. You used to be dependent, now you got to be dependent on people. Yeah, that's traumatic in itself, and we've already touched on going to prison, mm -hmm. losing that kind of freedom, which mm -hmm. causes trauma. Mm -hmm. um, you you might be diagnosed with a life-threatening um, disease, mm -hmm. like for example, cancer. Mm -hmm which is uh which is traumatic itself mm. you could lose a loved one a significant uh person in your life mm. we don't even deal with losing relationship 
That's mm. traumatic in itself. Mm. You're not friends with somebody anymore. Mm. Um, you, you, you're coming out of a marriage and a marriage is ending. Mm. Um, you could lose a sense of belonging. You could lose a sense of self-worth. Mm. You could lose um, your, 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 your moral foundation. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you make decisions that leave you with a lifetime of regret mm. you could lose your faith in god mm. that's that's Definitely. traumatic in itself Definitely. because of a certain experience in your life mm. and then this is the one that i feel like we don't talk about a lot mm. you could lose your youth you could lose your innocence your childhood um one thing that we we go through a lot in this country and we see it a lot displayed especially in communities of people of color mm. we have child-headed households mm -hmm. because parents are dying of HIV mm -hmm. or whatever the, the, the issue is and children at the age of 16 are taking care of siblings mm -hmm. four or five siblings mm -hmm. that's traumatic in itself mm -hmm. the lose I mean the loss not the lose the loss of a dream mm -hmm. the, the the loss of hope mm -hmm. let's talk about that kind of trauma loss is um in its in its diversity and how vast it is yeah. <clears throat> excuse me loss has to do and to deal with like what we have been talking about attachment yeah whatever you identify yourself with mm. whatever you think or you tell yourself you mm. are if you lose it it's traumatic yeah because to your mind mm. that's the end of the world yeah so other people have lost success or have lost wealth yes and it killed them very much to the point that they actually hurt themselves because they lost wealth yes. something that they attached themselves to True. yeah i'm reminded of the story in the bible of the lost ring yes uh the lost coin mm. and the lady looked everywhere, everywhere mm. for it. Mm. When I look at that parable, that story, I look at it and I see someone who had attached themselves to the something. Coin. Yeah. And so sometimes we forget, mm. we lose focus mm. based upon trying to find that which we have lost. Mm. You talk about a lost limb or, you know, a lost leg or something like that. Or growing up with somebody you thought was an aunt, mm. only to find mm. out that's your mom. That, or growing up with someone whom you thought was your mom, only to find out they're actually not your mom. Or finding out late that you were adopted. That can mess around with somebody's identity. Definitely. Definitely. But what you now need to know and to understand um, there is there is the story of the duck with the human mind. Mm. <laughs> you know, when ducks fight, yes, ducks can fight. Three seconds later, mm. they are walking again together. Yes, like nothing ever happened. Yeah, and that's where also the term comes in, like water on a duck's back. Yes, so. There was a duck that had a human mind. Mm. And so the duck had ego. Mm. 
it identified itself to the fight. Mm. It identified the person whom it went into the fight with mm. as an enemy. Mm. So what the duck did, the duck went the opposite direction after the fight mm. from the rest of the ducks, yeah. found themselves all alone, but started calling out to other ducks. Mm. That is the power of the collective ego. Yeah. The ego will always look for somebody to attach itself to, Man. a troop to back itself up mm. with, somebody to uh, to be in cahoots with. Yes. And so when that starts to happen, that loss can actually become a fight that you went that you went into. Mm. But will you be like a duck with a human mind, or will you be like a duck that has water on its back? It lets it flow, detaches itself will from it. Will you become a victim? Will you become a or victim? Hero. Or will you become a hero? Or a perpetrator? The choice is yours. Definitely. Depending on consciousness. Consciousness. So you need to get back to that point where um, whatever you have lost, yes. find where it is in your life. Mm. Not finding who it is in your life. Find where it comes in rather than who it is to you. So, mm. so for example, uh, a cell phone. Yes. You can identify with it. Mm. It is you. Mm -hmm. It becomes who you are. Mm. And all your details, yourself. all yeah. your details are in there. Everything is yeah. in there. When you lose it, man, <laughs> you feel like you have lost your life, mm -hmm. which is not to be the case. Yeah. Find out where it is in your life. Yeah what purpose it served in your mm. life and then you will be able to try and heal from it from that perspective yeah 30 seconds later you can move away from it that's right you can move on you can let it go yeah like a duck like water Off on a, a duck's, duck's back. back on that note ladies and gentlemen we're calling it a wrap that's right. <laughs> um, next week we're definitely going to be uh, discussing forgiveness and healing and how to go about that because sometimes we identify the traumas in our lives but having to let things go like we're talking about is very difficult mm. and we don't even know where to start mm. sometimes it's not that we want to hold on to grudges mm. we want to hold on to bitterness we actually want to let them go but we just don't know how, how? and how God plays a role in that process mm. so next week that's what we're going to do Gentlemen, it's been great. T, you want to sign out? It's been an honor uh, hanging out with you all. <laughs> um, like Jono said, uh, you guys can talk. Yeah. <laughs> and we, yeah. did, we did talk. Yeah, Jono? Yeah, we talked. We <laughs> talked. Yeah. Talk. Yeah. Jono, sign out. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, just signing out. Great to have you guys along. And uh, I hope you enjoy the podcast. Cool. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we are on Instagram. And don't forget our numbers on those uh, social media pages. Leave us a voice note on WhatsApp. I am your host, Miss J. I'm signing out. And we're going to play out with Adam's eulogies. Your ways. Enjoy. Bye. Adam's eulogy, bringing spiritual philosophy. Adam's eulogy, welcome to the New Mind Academy. No one really knows why I'm smiling and grinning. The cards and the reason. I'm high.